meow it's your auntie kitty and um i want to take the time out to explain what we're going to be doing with our episodes of locked and loaded all april um as you all know i have a son who is on the autism spectrum and um We make a really big deal about the month of April because the month of April is Autism Awareness Month. I'm asking everyone, if you can and will, rock it out and wear blue all month long. Um, And not just that, I want everybody to be teachable. Um, Autism Speaks. And I want to share with you all what autism looks like. Make sure you're following my baby boy. He got his own Instagram page where we're promoting autism 365-24-7. And that is Walk With King. Um, He's very funny. Um, He's he's very, um, how can I put this? Rambunctious. And um, he allows us an inside of his little 11-year-old brain. And we get to view the world through his eyes. And honestly, y'all, it's the most beautiful experience ever. I want y'all to be a part of it. So go follow King. Um, And um, yeah, all month long, every Tuesday, I'm bringing you somebody who is working on one end or both ends of the spectrum. Shout out to all my ASD moms, dads, grandparents, sisters, brothers, cousins, therapists, psychiatrists, doctors, everybody who is a bit of oil in keeping this machine going. Y'all continue to fight for King. And um, I love you. I want you to love yourself. (laughs) Okay, I'm through talking. Let's get to the show. Tuesday, another 6 p.m. and you're tuned in to Locked and Loaded. Yeah, so like people think growing up is over with after 18 and they have no idea. No, bitch, I have to deal with what happened to me in the first decade of that time. And I think that's how I ended up on so many goddamn couches telling people all my business. And I'm going to tell you like this. It really hit home when my child got diagnosed with autism. I, I basically had to teach my baby how to communicate. And I learned how important communication is. And not only is communication just talking, being able to talk, but it's also being able to understand, being able to comprehend. So, yeah, that's the podcast. <laughs> that's it. Nothing more. Nothing less. What's your story, honey? Come tell it on Kitty Pink Radio, where black media matters. Yeah, KB. 
Show me where the addition sign goes. Good job. Can you show me where the subtraction sign goes? Good job, buddy. Good job. Okay. Fix the puzzle for me, please. One. Two. Where's the two? Two. 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 Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me out there? Can you hear me? I can, I can hear you. Yes, I can hear awesome. you. Awesome. Shout out to y'all. Y'all gonna have to hang in there with me. Um, we got a bad storm that's supposed to be coming through here. Um, and so the internet is a little crazy. Um, I need y'all to put some black cats in the comments if y'all can hear me good. Uh, let me know whether or not you can hear me. Am I lagging? You know, kind of help Auntie Kitty out out there, y'all. It's another Tuesday, another 6 p.m. You are all tuned in to Locked and Loaded only on Kid Pink Radio. There are no other ones. There's only one, y'all. Um, shout out to everybody who has been ordering bracelets and ribbons. We sent off our first shipment on yesterday. I cannot wait till you all get your um, bracelets as well as your ribbons. Thank okay. y'all so much. But support my baby boy. He gets really, really excited around this time of year. And um, we make a pretty big deal about autism awareness over here at Kitty Pink Radio. Um, today, I wanted to share a different um, perspective, a different, um, a different avenue. Um, we've heard plenty from mothers. We've heard plenty from fathers. We've heard plenty from sisters and brothers. But what we haven't heard enough of is from the grandparents of these beautiful babies. Today, I have with me Miss Brenda, a.k.a. on our block, we call her VM Beauty. Hello, um, hello. This hello right out there. Here, 
is Maya's advocate. And so, um, can y'all, somebody please let me know, because I hate to have to turn on my thingy. Let me know if y'all can hear me out there, please. Somebody comment, please. Y'all don't be lazy. Help us out. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I got to make sure that it's broadcast. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because we can hear each other good, but they might not be able to hear me, but we're going to push through it. I had no idea that we had a storm coming through today, so it's getting... Okay, good. Thank you, Valerie. Shout out to Valerie. Moms, y'all know she part of our street team. Y'all know what it is. I told y'all that we would be celebrating Autism Awareness all the month. The only shows that will be um, broadcasting on every Tuesday are going to be um, stories of people who have um who have to deal with or have dealt with um autism the asd spectrum and um i met this young lady through my uh gifted nation family i know y'all get tired of me talking about gifted nation but it is <laughs> what it is um i met this young lady through my gifted nation family um and um strange enough we had something in common and y'all know I'm a sucker for those for mommies and um, all types of advocates of ASD. And me and her kind of fell into a conversation. And I said, you know what? I want you on Kitty Pink Radio. Matter of fact, we made these plans long before this month even happened. Yes. Um, and that, that was we just did. a conversation. Yeah. Um, first of all, tell us who you are, where you from, what you do. You know, just, just introduce us to DM. Okay. VM Broody uh, has a online Broody Supply store. You guys can find me at VM Broody Supplies. I also have a retail and wholesale store, which is called V Sales. Uh, I just recently got into uh, Mary Kay, so I will be promoting that pretty soon on my site. Uh, I am a grandmother. I am 52 years old. I have three grown children eight grandchildren and one that lives with me, which is Maya, who, who I have a custody of, who is oh, a big joy of my life, who makes me get up. I don't know in these last couple of years that we had going on, I don't know if I would have survived that, that this time without her. Cause I don't know if I would have been motivated to keep pushing. She motivates me. She makes me happy. Every day she gets up, she says, happy birthday. Every day is a birthday for her. Every day. Every day is the birthday. She kisses me all day when she's around me and tells me how much she loves me. So that really builds up my self-esteem and makes me know that I'm loved. If nobody else loves me, I know that Maya loves me. So that is a big, that is a big point. And if more children and more people can be like these children that we have, Mm -hmm. this world would be a better place to live in. (laughs) It would. It would. it would. Um, I got a couple of questions. Um, I always like um because um I have parents who contact me all the time. You went out a little bit on me. Yeah, I think the storm is having some effect on us, you guys. She'll be back shortly. I don't know if it's my internet or her internet, but she'll be back. But if you guys can hear me, it is a hard thing to be a parent of a special need child, no matter what type of disability that they do have. Um, Only thing I can say is I send out my prayers 
to any parent, any grandmother, anybody who even who has adopted a foster parent who is has a special need uh, child. Um, you know, we're going to pray for you, pray for me, especially in these last few months of, of COVID. Well, the years of COVID, it's a very hard thing to, to get through and to deal with. Uh, I don't know if I got knocked off or Kitty got knocked off. I'm not sure what happened. Okay, we're going to be patient here, you guys. Uh, but if you have any questions or any concerns, you can put them in the comments here. I'd be more than glad to answer anything that you have to answer. Um, Maya has, uh, her development is developmental delay. Uh, she has a hard problem where she used to have to take 14 medicine for she doesn't have to take any of those medicines anymore. She had a G2. She just recently came off the G2 last year uh by the doctor um she could have been off before that but i had a little salvage targery uh with the cps system so i wanted to make sure she was safe and and we didn't want to be taken out if it um you know we we want we wanted to be safe so it is out it is removed as of august of last year so august of this year would be her first year without it. Uh, so don't let people tell you what your children are not capable of. With a little perseverance, a lot of prayer, a lot of patience, you can conquer a lot of the things that are going on with your children. If they are capable of learning, then teach them. And most of the time you're going to have to teach them yourself because nobody else is not going, to, they're not going to do it. Depends on what schools they are at. You're, you're not going to get that support that you need from anybody. I don't care who it is, family members, DCFS, the school system, the doctors sometimes. You know, I won't say all. Sometimes you do get lucky, but a lot of the times you don't get that lucky. You don't get that lucky. My thing is just love them the same way that they love you. You know, love them the same way that they love you because they have a lot of love and they've been put into your life for a reason. I know it gets hard, you know, find you a community, um, find people who are like-minded like you. Sometimes they don't have to be like-minded, like you even have a child that's have the same thing that's going on with you. Just find people who are, who are loving, caring and kind and honest and honest. And that they will respect you and what it is that you're going through and what it is that you have to do. And that they okay that sometimes you won't always be able to join the party or participate in everything. And that when you do, you might have to bring along that child that does have a developmental problem or, you know, some other So, hey, um, don't, don't disregard that mother, that father, that grandmother, um, if, they, if they have a, a child with a disability because they, they, they need an outlet too. They need an outlet. That kid needs an outlet. That kid needs to know that they love. Oh, you back, kitty? I love you so much, and I am so 
glad that you <laughs> are the person that's happened with. The weather is getting worse and worse. I'm so glad that you are here. Um, let let I'm. Did I interrupt something? No, no, no. I'm just letting them know that look that what they have to remember is that you know it's hard for us and don't don't count us out. Don't stop inviting us to things, but just sometimes realize that when they invite us, that we might have to bring that child with us and accept that child who, who he is and just make sure you make us feel comfortable as well as that child. We, we, we don't tell you guys no because we don't want to. You sound a lot like me, and I know a lot of my viewers are like thinking like I done heard this from Kitty before, and I just, and that's why I wanted you to come because it's, the story from a mama is no different from a grandmother. It's no different when grandma is playing mama too. Yes, so, it's no different. Yes, it's no different. She did hold it down. Um, thank you so much. I've been I've been running around here. I said, let me cut off this thing that's sucking <laughs> up power. So it's gonna be a little dark over here right now, y'all. Um, I just wanted to ask a couple of questions because everybody's story is different, but in some ways people's stories are alike. Yeah. And my first story was um, how was her mom's pregnancy? If you don't mind giving us some insight. Oh, um, before she had, because Maya's a twin, before she had this twin, she lost a set of twins before that. And uh, she wound up being pregnant with this set of twins, twins once in her, on her father's side of the family. I think this the pregnancy was very stressful, uh, very dramatic because of her being young and the partner that she had. And she was wild and free. So in... I, 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 you know, that's basically uh, what I can tell you. Um, yeah, but it was like once she, once she had them, I think Maya was about about two and a half or something pounds, mm -hmm. and Mira was about four pounds, I believe. And Mira, Mira, you know, came home after what they came home after like maybe eighteen or something months. They stayed in the hospital for a little while. Mira came home. Uh, then Maya came home. Um, like I said, it was, a, it was, a uh, when they, when it came home, it was a lot because I had just turned over with CTA. Um, I wanted to take some time off to try to help her with them. Uh, CTA would not give me the time off because I did not have custody of her. She wasn't my biological child, which I felt like was really poppycock. You know what I'm saying? You a grandparent. When you a grandparent, the child doesn't have to come from your womb. That child before that child came from your womb. So you're, you're, you're a parent, whether you're a man, woman, or beast, you still gonna wanna go help your child when they in need, right. but these jobs won't give you that. If they probably would have given me that kitty, maybe the outcome would have been different. Mm -hmm. It would have been different. My child was scared. She was very scared after she had that, that, that baby. And she had just lost, you know, two kids before that. And the way the doctors then was coming at her was really harsh. And she, the way that I raised them is to be respectful right. when you talking to an adult. And, and, and sometimes I wish I didn't raise them in certain ways. Yeah. And that you are, uh, if an adult is being disrespectful to you, 
you you keep your composure you go get your parents you tell your parents that and you let your parents handle it so i think she was still in that mindset at that age that that's what she was supposed to do so she didn't push um when i started coming i started pushing they didn't like that push uh you know they didn't like that push at six months maya had a heart surgery the hospital did not take care of her. Um, they was not cleaning her. They was, they, it was a lot of things they wouldn't do unto her. One time I went up there because we had been going up there and we had been asking, could we pick her up? Because she had, like I said, she had had the heart surgery. And when you in that thing, you need touch. You need physical right. touch. And they wasn't allowing us to touch her. And I kept asking every time I came up there, I was dog tired because I had been slinging them damn big ass buses around <laughs> downtown because I drive the one with the curtain in the middle, the express buses. So I had been slinging them buses. So on the days when I were off or in whenever I could, I would stay up there. I mean, I was dog tired. I had my whole demeanor had changed from who who I am. This person that you guys see now. This, this, I, I hated people. I started hating people. I started hating people. I started hating everybody. The only people that was important to me was my family. Everybody else I gave no fuck about because I felt like nobody gave a fuck about me and mine. Excuse my French. But that that's how I felt. Um, and it took me a long time to get out of that and come back. Um, and that turned on my children, on my younger children who who kind of didn't live their life, I would say, because we all banned in and, and was trying to help with the baby and help her with the baby and keep her mind. My, 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 my child had went into a deep, dark depression. She would be sitting up like this, just this shit. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it's, it's a lot. And to be young with that is a lot. And, and all the hospital kept telling her, Kitty, that this child would not make it past three. Oh my they kept take kept pushing that on her, kept pushing that on her, that she would not survive past between three and five. So I think after a while she had given up on the child. She had distanced herself mentally, physically, loving everything. She had distanced herself from the child. And I saw that, I didn't understand it. Uh, because I was young. I think when she had, when she had them, I, I think I was like 31, 32, something like that. So I, I didn't totally understand it either because I had my children when I was younger, 17, 18. So I, I didn't totally understand the role at that time that I needed to play, but I played the best role that I could with what I knew. Um, but it, it, it was, a, it was a, it was a tough situation and it was a tough situation for a very long time. Me and her relationship were severed. We just now, I want to say, during the pandemic is better because usually when I talk to her, she's like this. She's like clenched fist. Her body is tense when she when she talks to me because she thinks that I'm always going to be coming at her negatively. And I I I, I and as I got older, I, I got better with expressing myself to her and telling her. Because I'm, I'm listening to all different sides of the table, too, about my child instead of going with what I know for my child. You know what I'm saying? And people was telling me that uh, 
oh, this, that, another. She should be doing this. She should be doing this. But who knows what a person should be doing? You don't know what nobody's mindset is. You don't have a clue. This, you know, I, um, this is something that I talked about with my therapist here recently. Um, they, she asked me, she said, when do you feel like you were at your worst? And I told her the moment that I said I went and started looking for somebody to adopt my child. And um, ah, um It's okay, love. It's I okay. Think, I think that um nobody understands um and I'm I'm in your daughter's shoes. Mm-hmm. I can definitely relate to that. I can definitely say I got to a point in my life where I didn't care about anybody. I didn't care about anything. What you was just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I, re- I resented being a mom for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And so I want you, I, I'm, I'm saying that to say that's where she was. And I can mm-hmm. relate to that. I can relate to that. You, you feel like. I can't get shit right. Not even a damn baby. <laughs> that's how you feel. And that's what she told me recently. She started wow. opening up to me recently. She told me that. Because I was like, why would I come over your house? You tense up and you are like, you don't want me here. And she said, because I know my house not right. I know I'm not where I should be. I know this. I know this. And she feel like I'm going to be in judgment of her. Right. I'm not. I'm not in judgment of you. You think I'm going to be in judgment of you. I, and, 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 and I understand y'all because I, I had my kids when I was 17, 18, and my grandmother used to get on me about certain things. And when I first got pregnant, she literally disowned me because I got pregnant at 17. And I was very close to my grandmother. And that hurt in my heart for her to just, because I got pregnant, you just tossed me away. Right. That you you don't do that to the people that you love because they make a mistake. You don't, you don't do that. You don't give away your family because of a mistake. You don't package them in a fucking box and ship them off because somebody told you something. You don't fucking give up. You don't, I mean, you keep pushing through until they say there's no more life in that child and there's nothing that you can do about it. But long as they're walking around here, you 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 can make a change. You can make a difference. They can make a change. They can make a difference. They can make a difference. And 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 everybody that's out there, man, if find your support team. It doesn't have to be your family because sometimes it's never gonna be your damn family. <laughs> but find find you a support. Find you support. But I promise you, when you get through and you hit all them damn accolades. And your kids hit all these accolades that they thought they couldn't hit. Now they want to come and pet you on the back and give you all this praise. Bitch, I don't need your praise now. I needed you then. I needed you then. I don't need your fucking ass now. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I figured this out by myself. Don't try to get on this bandwagon and act like you did shit because you didn't do nothing to get me and my child to where we at right now. Goodbye. Toodles. Amen Shit. to that. And okay. Y'all heard Miss Brenda. <laughs> my next question was, um, was Maya um I know I know she started out having complications. Was she um hitting any of her milestones? Did she, she hit any of her milestones? She she did not hit her milestones probably when she was supposed to. Uh because 
for the first 18 months of Maya's life, Maya was in a was in some type of uh, boarding place or something. They had her for a while. Because um, when she was in the hospital, it was a mess. She went home for a little while. And certain things they did not tell my daughter when she left, the, when the baby left, the, when Maya left the hospital, that things that they should have told her and show her how to do, they did. They did not tell her that Maya jaw was weak and that she need, excuse me, that she needed to massage her jaws in order to teach her that that sucking or whatever motion. Right. They didn't so tell her that. Eating. She wasn't eating. She wasn't eating. So oh they so. So they did a failure to thrive with her and she went back up to the hospital. They called and filed a DCFS charge on my daughter. And how are you going to file DCFS charges on, the, on somebody that you did not tell them what was going on with the baby? You didn't tell them or teach them the things that the baby needed to know. They didn't even teach me because I was up there every damn day. Y'all didn't tell me that. Y'all allowed us to hold that baby. Y'all allowed us to do shit. But all the shit that y'all did wrong and I tried to report, I couldn't report it because I wasn't her mother. And my daughter was scared to report it because she felt like they wasn't going to take care of her baby. And I told her they're already not taking care of your baby. They let Maya stay in that bed, Kitty, to where she got a... Pre I, I wish she was here. I will show you. It looked like she had surgery on the back of her head, but she didn't. It came from them just letting her lay in the bed and never picking her up. When I finally, uh, it was a lady, I thought she was a white lady, Kitty, but she wasn't. She was black. She was just, she just can pass for white. She didn't know who I was. I came up to the hospital one time and I said, can we pick Maya up? She said, yeah, you could have been picked her up, mom. And so I went to pick her up. Maya was stuck to the damn bed by her head. The pus was coming out was what had had her stuck to the bed and was stuck to her gown that she had on and they had put dental jam on her head maya has some maya has some beautiful hair now to her head and i was like what the hell so i went out I'm there you, i'm gonna stop you right there i want to stop her right there because y'all seen last on um, last week's episode um, we had Kayla Meadow here. Kayla Meadow happens to be one that works in the field. And she was saying how if y'all going to apply for this job, make sure that you love what you do and make sure that you love these damn babies. Yeah. Go on, on VM. I just wanted to make that point right there. Oh and, you so, and, and you so right. And after I realized that what, what was going on with her, I, I went out to the, the the lady that told me it was okay to pick her up. She was so nervous because she didn't know what I was going to do. Oh and I I was like, it was like my thoughts were trying to catch up with my body. You know what I'm right. saying? So I was like, where's the doctor? Where does it? Well, I was like, I'm just going ballistic in there. I'm like, you don't put this on the black kid's hair. You don't do X, Y, and Z. When the last time y'all watched this baby? Man, skin peeling, peeling. Nobody's taking care of her skin. This baby hadn't had a bath. I go out there. I find a doctor. And that doctor was scared, too. He was a white young guy. He was scared to death because she was at UIC on Taylor Street, and that's a training hospital. And he he was a in, he was in doing his in, intern or whatever. He wasn't. So he, he didn't know. He came running in there. He nervous. He scared. He came in there. He about to cut this. I said, no, you can't cut that shit that off her hair like that. And so once they got, once we, he got that unstuck and we got all that stuff on, 
man, Kitty, I got a little bassoon. The other lady that I told you that I thought was white, but she wasn't, she was black. She got me a little bassoon. We got one of those little small tub things and got the stuff in there. And I got the white one washing Maya up. Girl, skin just coming. She's full of, she's just filthy. Filthy the dirt coming off of this baby from her sitting there. You know, and not taking, not taking care of her, not doing anything with her. They, they just didn't, they just did not treat my yacht right because they felt like we wasn't doing what we were supposed to be doing. But you don't know what it is that we was capable of doing. We was doing as much as we possibly can. One, her mommy had another baby at home that was also a preemie. Okay. I guess nobody realized that. And she couldn't bring the baby up there because you can't bring the baby up there, a kids or anything in the ink neonatal ward. So that means she got to find somebody to watch that baby. Nobody don't want to watch that baby because they scared of that baby. They scared of those kids when they little like that. People don't want to be left with those kids. So you got one kid at home that people scared of because she was born a preemie. Then you got another one in here that everybody is telling you on her deathbed. You know what I'm saying? So you, you, your mind is all, all, all jacked up. Okay. And it, it, it just was a mess. So it, it just, it just kept spiraling out of, out of control. It kept spiraling out of control to I wind up um, getting custody of her. And uh, it was a battle at first because I was still working with CTA. And I still had not had paperwork saying I had custody of them. So they still did not want to give me time off. Man, I was having anxiety attacks at work. It, it was just too much. I turned into something, a person that I was never had. Any little thing you said to me, I was like, yeah. you know, that's how I was. It, everything had me on pins and needles. I was a fucking beast. I had turned into something I'd never been before. I'm always been a people person, but I wasn't. I hated people. I hated people. I hated everybody in this fucking world. I just didn't, I didn't want to have contact with people. And I only had contact with people for it when I had to. If I didn't have to have contact with you, I, I didn't want to have contact with nobody. Eventually, I lost my job at CTA because my anxiety and everything was so, and I started missing so many days. Maya came home. She had that G, I think at first she had the G2. It was in her stomach. Girl, when they gave me custody of Maya, it was when we had that blizzard. <laughs> we had the blizzard. So I got off of work at CT Earl and CTA early. I drove all the way up north to get her, made it home just before we had the blizzard to my daughter's house. Somebody had to dig us out and I had to get home. I needed to still get a heart medicine. My neighbors helped me dig out in front of my house and, and put my car in. I'm downstairs trying to get all my stuff out of the doggone um car, right? Do you know what this little side sucker had did? <laughs> Kitty, I had hooked her up because at the time she still needed to be hooked up to the G2. She I had hooked her up out. to the G2. She don't ripped it out and was swinging around like a helicopter. <laughs> oh milk, milk, look, milk all in the apartment I was living in, milk was all over the mirror. <laughs> She probably trying to let y'all know I'm ready for some real food. Man, she was swinging it around like a helicopter. Man, Kitty, I don't know how many times I wind up in the emergency room with this baby. Oh, my God. 
And see, that gets hectic too. Ooh, Jesus. Because they oh treat you like God. crap. They treat you yes, like crap do. when you go there because they, they think do. everything that went wrong with them is your fault. You wasn't watching them. You wasn't right. doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Right. It was exactly. hell. It was so hell. When, it was um, hell. When did um, Maya get her diagnosis for autism? Uh, she got her diagnosis basically from birth. What Maya has like a developmental delay, which okay. means that she's missing her eighth chromosome. Okay. And then she has a, she, well, her heart problem, everything is much better now. She has a heart problem where she had the eight trickle of valve, the top and the bottom had to be a balloon, get it to open it up for the blood vessels to pump properly. Um, she was hypertension. Yeah, oh, she, she, that baby done been through hell. She had a kidney. She had a kidney problem. Her kidneys was not strong enough. They used to have to give her some fluids to help push the fluid off of her when she drink. She used to be a little puffy, little fat little face <laughs> from all this shit she was taking. <laughs> I want y'all to know that Maya was supposed to be with us tonight, and everything didn't work out. But I wanted y'all to see this baby because I want. Um, so many people make jokes about autism and what they think autism is, but I really like for people to see what autism is really is, what it really looks see, like. See, I'm trying to see. Maya looks nothing like the baby you're describing. She she Wait she don't look like nothing she done went through, honey. And Kitty, am I able to am I able to turn the camera around to show pictures or something of her? Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. Phone, right. Yeah, y'all got to tell me how to do it. You know I don't know how to work all this stuff. <laughs> Wait a minute. How do I tap on it to turn it around? It don't give you an option. No. Okay, then. You may not can do it. I Wait a minute. This, well, I'm going to turn the thing around like this so they can okay. see. Okay. You got to get closer. Okay, wait a minute. You see? That's Maya, y'all. <laughs> and did, and wait a minute let me give y'all a more newer picture of Maya let me go to the while well, we got all these family photos at. she is happy and bubbly and she talks that ish she's a lot man like shit she a lot like her granny she talks wait a minute. ish Maya tell you it, in a minute she gonna beat you up can you see yes that is Maya everybody and there's her sisters. Oh. And then <laughs> there's her with them fighting over the kid. <laughs> so yeah, she she's I mean she's she's really good now. The only thing now we're working on is 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 uh hygiene, learning her name and and stuff like that. That so awesome. that's that's we, we don't came a long way. The yeah. medicine she's not on no more medicines. She's not on the G tube no more. Her hyperness is gone. She can hmm. act a clown when she wants to when she knows she can get away with somebody with it. <laughs> Sounds but, real, real familiar, right? Yeah, here. yeah. But um, and and thank you for bringing that up too because I get so many parents who are at their wits end, kind of like I was. Um, like I said, y'all, I was thinking about trying to find a home for my baby because I didn't think I could do it. Um, but there are a lot of parents who have have that 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 i can't do this feeling and they don't understand that it get greater later it may yeah. not look like it it may it may look like you are going through the toughest time in ever yeah but it gets greater later um 
you was making some points about Maya. They said Maya wasn't supposed to live past three. How old is Maya? Maya would be 14 October the 7th this year. There we have it, folks. Yeah. Um, y'all remember I told y'all they said King would be a mute for the mm -hmm. rest of his life. His lungs work pretty good to me. Um, <laughs> they said that my baby would never walk. And now that... he, he does have issues with his feet. We have to have some special shoes and everything. But um, at the end of the day, my baby walking. No, okay. Not only is he walking, that, that dude is running. Um, and they can run fast. Girl. <laughs> girl. That's when I. That's how I found out I had got old, Miss Miss Burns. That's how I found out I got old because they and they will get off from you real quick too. Yeah. You'll you'll be standing night and then and they all the way. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Um, I just I'm I thank you for hitting all the points without me having to ask any questions or anything like that. Um, for the last few minutes of the show, we finna get into something real, real deep at this point. Um, okay. Matter of fact, this is how we don't don't it. make me cry no more. <laughs> no, you ain't gonna cry. You probably finna cuss now because this is how we even decided that you would be coming here for mm -hmm. Autism Awareness Month and um the school system. Maya is a part of the public school. Oh Jesus, let's yeah. pray. Let's right say now. a little prayer before Come we on. go there. Lead us, lead us, mother. Come on. Ooh, God, follow, help us with our footsteps, help us with the words that we're about to put out here because we don't want to offend nobody. Mm -hmm. But you guys know where we have been and where we're going and where we're trying to go. Yes, make Keep us on the straight and never path so we don't choke, cut, maim, mm -hmm. or kill anyone. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we had to sprinkle a little Jesus on there. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, whoever you pray to, bring them home with you every day. Sprinkle a little on there. Woo, so, Jesus. Um, Maya is in public schooling, correct? Yes, she is, unfortunately. Right. And she is in what grade? She's in seventh grade. Seventh grade, okay. Mm -hmm. um, I want you to share your experience with the public school system in Chicago. because, And the reason I'm saying I want her to share this, y'all, is because I want y'all to understand that there really is a problem with this public, with the public school system versus, versus special needs kids. And it's not just in the state of Arkansas. It's not just it's everywhere. Texas. It's not in the state, just in the state of Georgia. It's everywhere. This right here is Chi-Town, right? That's right. Okay. All right. <laughs> So tell us about your experience with the school system. Now, I want to say when Maya first entered the school system, it was excellent. She had a great teacher. What I feel like would have messed up our children, I don't know how all the special need programs are met, ran around the state. I think to me, what I believe messed up CPS school system with our children is that it used to be they would stay in one school all the way until they graduated. Now they have something that they're going to create these jacked up ass cluster programs where these kids only stay two to three years with somebody. And it takes you almost two to three years before you figure out how they tick. How they deal with somebody. Yes. Yeah. And, and they by the, snatch them out of that, they regress. And right. And now you send them over, you take them out of that program because you said they don't age out of that program. And you send them over to another school with another teacher, with another pair of people and all this stuff like that. Another bus system, another whole congruent. Mm -hmm. Now it takes them 
Now they starting all over from scratch because yeah. these kids don't, they don't work good with change. At they all. don't work good with change. At all. You have to keep things consistent for them depending on what, let's, let's put it up, baby. Depending on what their, their, their disability is, they don't work good with change. Now you got the low functioning, you got the medium, you got the high function. The high functioning can do a little bit better with change but our medium and our low function do not work well with change it has to be consistency but i want to say once she left that first school was false apart and i'm going to say it i love her teachers and the principal and everybody at false apart much love to you guys once she went from that to another school it was like downhill because either they didn't have a teacher at the damn school and by the time they got a, a special need teacher Maya was getting ready to go. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, she was getting ready to go. Um, she did have another good teacher at, ooh, where that school at? Uh, it's on 92nd or something in Exchange. I can't remember the name of it. It started with an M. I can't remember. But she had got a good teacher there, but she had got the good teacher when Maya was getting ready to go. I didn't even know, I didn't even know Maya was finishing the program. And so then she went over to another school. Well, I had taught Maya how to use the bathroom over the summer. Lo and behold, I take her to school, tell them what, you know, I always go to school with her. You know us as a parent, we go to school with them kids on the first day mm -hmm. and we try to explain to them everything that's going on with them, what we did with them over the summer, where they at with it. Right. I go and do it. So we on the same barrier. thing. Thank you. So we on the same thing so we can be consistent. So you don't backstrike for every damn thing I don't did. What I can do shit in two months that you can't do in eight. So no, now DM. I got a little thing around here. We call it the bomb. I'm just going to give you a little love. I'm going to sprinkle a little love on you. <laughs> you ready for it? You ready? Y'all ready. Better okay. My, my matriarch in here preaching the word, honey. I ain't got to do nothing. I can kick back <laughs> with my glass. Shit, this is this is the BM Beauty Show, y'all. <laughs> so yes, uh, I tell them that she knows how to use the washroom. I send some underwear and some uh, and some pants, change of pants. But my mistake was was giving them diapers. Do you know what they started they doing? They completely relied on the diapers. But let me tell you this, Kitty. Not only did they rely on the diapers. They was double diapering this child, so they wasn't even checking her for the Nasty. whole day. They made a mistake one time, sent her home. Maya's soaking wet, Kitty. Oh the diaper God. stuff is falling all out of the damn pants as she's walking off the bus. The doggone bus driver and the bus aide so scared. They like, we, we, we didn't know she was like that. I say, y'all ain't got to worry, but they ain't got nothing to do with y'all. Y'all don't do diapers. That's not y'all job. And I say, you don't work in the school. She was a pair person on the bus for Maya, but she didn't work in the school. So that has, doesn't fall on you. So I take pictures and everything. I have a cousin that works for uh, McKinley Services for grown people. So I talked to her and she told me what to do. I put the diaper on Maya. I put pink marker in it. Send Maya to school. Do you know they send Maya home with that diaper on her, with the other diaper they put on her? And this stuff is falling all out again. Falling all out again. Do you know I go talk to the principal? Talk to everybody? They tell me what they're going to do. 
don't do nothing. Go down to the six, uh, what is it called? The six something, whatever they call it. Go down there, talk to the people. Them people don't give us two shakes of a rat's ass about us. They don't give a fuck about our special need kids. They don't give a fuck about our kids. It ain't nothing wrong. But I'm just going to tell you the truth. And what's make it so bad, it don't be the white people you're talking to. It be your own damn color that don't care about you. I gotta boom. You Can you give me a boom on that? And, and, and I, I cannot say that that's been my experience everywhere until we get to the IEP meeting. That's when I have a problem with my own colors. Um, but for the most part, if they're handling King, everybody that everybody black that has handled King, well, he had one teacher. He used to jump on her all the time. And my mama now said that teacher was doing something to my baby. But, um. It wasn't too many of them that, you know what I'm saying, I couldn't rely on them to take care of my baby. That's a rare, mm. that's a rarity right there. See? Um, I want to get to some of these comments because y'all know me and BM, we can talk all night long, honey. Yeah, and I can't, um, I, I ain't got, oh, here go my glasses, girl. Like, I can't see them. <laughs> Let me put my glasses on. Let me uh, put my glasses on. I'm up in age, y'all. I got to put my glasses on. Gifted Ali said, in California, the schools have a person in each class to help any kids with autism so that the kids stay with the other kids. They just have a helper or a teacher assistant assigned to the kid. And see, that's the thing. Um, that's the issue here. And um, that's something that I've spoken about, spoken to the school about, because I know that it can be done. Y'all just don't want to pay that person. And you no, it's not. It, it, and look. Kitty, it's not even so much that they don't want to pay the person. Let me tell you something. That's why I love the first school that Maya went to, Foster Park. Maya is such a lovable person. There was a little girl that her and Maya became attached to each other. She was in the same grade as Maya. They would allow Maya to go to the other classroom with her. So you don't necessarily have to have an adult. You can pair them up if they're capable of it. I'm not saying all of them are capable of it, but the ones that are capable of it, if you pair them up with a like-minded child that you can trust and whatever with them, they can go to other classes with that child. And Maya used to go out to the other classes with the child. She would go sit at lunch with them. Those kids loved her. And that would kind of that kind of what helped progress her too, because some of those kids mimic what they see, and Maya is a mimicker of what she sees. If she, yep, if she, they mimic. He don't have no sisters or no brothers, and that's why that that well, even though Maya does have sisters, it's a different atmosphere where she has other kids to to mimic and everything like that. That I want, I want to stop you. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I want no, you're to stop okay, you right you're okay, because I want everybody to know that it's good to have those babies. We, I know we don't trust too many people. I'm one of those parents that's very, very protective because I do understand that kids can be just as mean, they can be, they can be, they can, they can. Y'all, especially if your child is an only child, start pairing them up with, let them, let them play with their cousins. If you got to sit there and watch them, you know, so you can build some type of trust. Because mm -hmm. I, I just know how I am about King. Mm -hmm. I don't trust everybody with King. Mm -hmm. But those children need to definitely be, um, we just started group therapy with King. And when I tell you my baby, like, 
he be in his element. Mm -hmm. there, are, there are times where if we go to the birthday party, King is that kid that's going to be in the corner by himself. He's going to find mm -hmm. something to amuse himself. And the only way he's going to engage with the kids is if they make him engage with him. Okay. But when I say group therapy, like you said, putting them in a class, putting them in a space where there are other kids like-minded like mm -hmm. him, and 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 they can relate and hey, yes. they're the same. That representation is just as important as the yes. LGBTQ, yes, the black woman, as whoever wants their representation. That representation is very yes. important, y'all. I cannot express that enough. Thank you for hitting it on the head, cause you hitting all the points that I really want to make. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I want to shake that shit up because a lot of people are out here and they feel like there's no hope. They there's feel like hope. Ain't nothing. There, there's hope, Kitty. But what the problem is, what I'm learning is a lot of parents get scared. They don't know how to maneuver through this system. This system right. is very hard to maneuver to. It's very hard to find somebody going to stand behind you and, sp mm -hmm. and support you and push you over that hump when you're ready to fall back and collapse. Right. And that's why I said we got to start banding together right. and, 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 and doing a coalition. Like everybody got all these other coalitions all around the world and states. We need a coalition. If we get a coalition in each state, yeah. And, and put somebody in front of it that's whoever is stronger that whatever and we learn these things and we learn the rules we can fight their ass better because i swear this this year i did some research and i finally connected up with this lady i have been trying to connect up with for years made a few phone calls let me tell you the dynamics of the school with maya right now is so much different yes. since they have become part. I'm getting all type of phone calls, all type of text messages, all type of this, all type of that. I say, damn it, it's too late. She's in seventh grade, about to go to eight. I'm not even worried about what y'all on no more. Whatever Maya gets right now is going to come from me. I'm focusing on that because I'm going to get her as much ready for high school as I possibly can. Because you, like I tell them all the time, you guys have failed our children. I don't give a care if they on the spectrum, is they artistic, is they developmental delay, even if they supposed to be kids, that's okay. Right. Nine times out of 10, you guys have failed our children. Mm -hmm. You guys have failed our children. You failed them. But then you want to come when we come in as the parent, the parents that going to stand behind y'all and support y'all. Soon as something go to the left. We found out who y'all really are. Because mm -hmm. I found out who these principals at my grandbaby school were. Two black principals. Two black women principals. When I had to go through the little thing where I said, came up there and sat down with them and told them that Maya said somebody was hitting her. It was like as if they couldn't comprehend or Maya wasn't capable of saying somebody did something to her. Ooh. Maya is very capable of telling you somebody hit her. She, she'll tell you when I popped her. So I know she's capable. <laughs> so she's very capable. You know, she she'll be, be snitching all you do. She no, she ain't gonna snitch, but you know, she'll she'll look at me like, why, why I popped her? Yeah, I popped you, go sit down, go get you some business. You know that's what I'm another, saying? That's another avenue a lot of people don't like to touch on. They be like, don't don't be popping them and doing this and this. No, this. no. They know better. When they know better, they need to be popped. That, look, they just like any other child. Why these people telling you you can't discipline this, you can't discipline that. Right. How you gonna tell me not to? Long as I'm not uh, bruising my children, leaving any bruises on their children, right. any psychological damage, 
you're not going to tell me S-H-I-T. Okay? okay? You're not going to tell me shit because you can kill, you guys can kill my children. You can rape my children. You can dissect my children for whatever the fuck you want to. You can do experiments on my kid, but you're going to tell me how to fucking raise one that I feed, I take care of, I protect? Period. Fuck you. Big okay? Time. You don't tell me shit. Big Maya guy. is on point. She more on point than any motherfucking kid you ever fucking want to know. You ain't going to tell me what to do with her, okay? I allowed y'all to tell me what to do with those other three that I raised and look at them, look at some of them right now. No, Maya is not going to disrespect me. Mm-hmm. Maya is not going to say, well, sometimes her little ass to say no. That's just them coming into their personalities. When they start being a little rebellious, they just... Yeah, because she's a teenager. As your grandma say, as grandma them used to say, you smelling yourself, ain't you? Yeah, she's a teenager. <laughs> she's a teenager, and she is smelling herself, Kitty, because let me tell you something. She's a diva in this motherfucker. She'll tell me in a minute, when that hang tight, she be like, my hair, my hair. <laughs> Jewel, yeah. fix my hair. Jewel, fix my hair. Let if I know. show you this... Yes, if I show you this closet... This child got a walk-in closet with all type of fucking beautiful dress because she loves to wear dresses. She they loves for her like hair it. to look pretty. I just let her do her thing. Right. She she look we we look we like uh what you say we like Michael Jordan and um Scott not not Scotty Pippen. What's the other one? Um, what's the other one with all the 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 shit drawn on his face? Dennis Rodman. Uh, Dennis Rodman. Right. She got her air. I got my hold, okay? <laughs> VM, you have been a joy on today. Um, I'm ending every show. This will be my second show. It's the second show? Yeah, it's the second show. It feel like, why do it feel like I done done more than one? Well, because I talk about it all the time. But, yes. Um, before we end every show this month, I want everybody to tell everybody out there out of all the things that you want people to be aware of about autism, what is one of what what is the thing you want the world to be the most aware of? What I want the people, everybody in this world to be most aware of, you don't have to treat those children, most of them, if they are capable. You don't have to treat them any different than you treat any other kid. You don't have to walk on eggshells with them. If they're capable of comprehending, of learning, they just like the other kids. You know what I'm saying? You might have to be a touch more patient, which you have to be patient with any kid because they're a kid and they're still developing. But that that's all you guys have to remember. You don't have to shun them, run away from them, whatever. Just, you know, teach them how to deal with you same way you learn how to deal with them they are human beings they have feelings and they got the best love that you ever want to have you better say that honey. the best my love baby, my baby just he just come he has this thing with rubbing his cheek against mine i guess it's one of the sensory one of the sensory mm-hmm. and whenever i'm feeling bad or whenever he's feeling bad he come right next to me and, just and they know it against me yes. they know it they yes. know when you don't feel bad and they know how to make you happy they right. know how to and that's another thing i be telling folks if you don't treat them like you treat other kids they will take advantage of you because some of these kids know oh you think i'm sick don't you they be laughing at us honestly you be sitting over there having a holding a whole pity party for them Mm-hmm. And they be over there like, oh, you feel bad for me. Look, mm-hmm. can I have some candy? 
That's how I have my baby operates. I have learned that about Maya because Maya will come with those little doggone little arm and little eyes. <laughs> Look, this is what she does now, Kitty. Used to be she'll put her hands behind her back and walk away from me. But now when she wants something, I won't give it to her. She's like, please, please, <laughs> please, please. If you don't get your please and self out of here and go sit down, that don't work on me. <laughs> go Maya, sit down. Maya is a joy. Just just hearing her when we're uh when we're doing whatever we're doing, just hearing her go back and forth with gifted. Yeah, she love it. She love it. Yes, she loves gifted. But just 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 to hear that it's a joy, especially when um they told us our babies they they done told us our babies wouldn't be doing nothing. Wouldn't even be here. Wouldn't be here. Wouldn't even be here. Right. But that's why I say you don't give up on your family. You don't let somebody tell you what the life expectancy of somebody is. Right. You don't let nobody tell you. The only person that can make that call is whoever you believe in, that higher source, God, Jesus, whoever it is you believe in, that's the only person that can make that call. So don't give up on nobody that you got, nobody, until, this, until they're gone, then that's when you ain't nothing you can do. But long as they're here, keep pushing and do the best you can do until you can't do no better. Thank you Amen. so much for joining us today. Um, You're welcome, Kitty. Anytime, I love anytime. You so much, and thank you for bringing the energy. Thank you for even holding it down while your girl was out, out here <laughs> trying to fight, fight, win, and move towards, you know. Um, but thank you. This has been an awesome show. I've learned so much about you and Maya. I'm, I'm even more inspired than I was the day that we did talk. Thank you. Yeah. You're so welcome, Kitty. You're welcome. Much. Um, once again, y'all, this has been another epic How episode. <laughs> oh my girl, do not let him bring you. See, there's them trolls. You gotta let the trolls go. No, look, did you see? Did you, did, look, look, did you, you see me go low? I now went you low. Know you, now you know look, you I, know. I did Michelle, Michelle Obama. I had to think about Michelle Obama. Uh -uh, my head. When they go low, I go high. <laughs> <laughs> You know you got you know you gotta play fair. We finna get up out of here, y'all. I got another show lined up right after this. Okay. So One love, us. baby. One for love. Real, for real. Thank y'all for joining us. It's been another Tuesday, another 6 p.m. with your girl, Auntie Kitty. I love you. I want you to love yourself. See y'all next time. All right. I love you. I want you to love yourself. Until next time. Peace.